Welcome to Inside the Nest, a revamped version of Inside the Nest. Why? Because we've waited long enough. 259 days since our last home competition event. That changes today as Kennesaw State men's basketball kicks off the 2020 season at home against Carver College. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander, and I appreciate you joining Inside the Nest for the past however many months. I mean, honestly, it does feel like an eternity, and uh, I think we've had a unique time to be able to share the stories of the 1KS community in a typical athletic year where we don't always have that availability to sit down and go deeper with stories and, and get to know our student-athletes, our coaches, our community members on a personal level to that extent. So that has been a blessing in that sense, I guess, looking at the silver lining. But now we're going to take this podcast and transition it a little bit and make it more segment-oriented now that, thank goodness, we have games on our schedule. So if you remember one of the recurring segments that we started a couple of weeks ago with Rich Hall and our fan profile, we will pick that back up next week. Another segment last week that we started with Kaylee Mansell, Hootie Takes, in which she sits down with a student athlete and gets to deliver a fun Q&A. That comes back to Inside the Nest starting this week, and then we bring on another Owl Network intern, Jordan Griffith, to give you a trip around the A-Sun, catch you up with what's going on or with all the other conference teams related to the schedule that specific week. So it's a fun podcast. We're going to be segment-oriented, starting with games now. Of course, men's basketball has two this week. The home opener today, 4 o'clock against Carver College. And then one more Saturday, 4 o'clock as well, against Tacoa Falls here at the KSU Convocation Center. If you haven't purchased your tickets, they're still available. KSUowls.com slash tickets to purchase single game and mini plans as well. To open up Inside the Nest, we bring on Nathan Bryant, the Communications Director for Men's Basketball. Nathan's been with the program. This is going to be his third season. He was here for the final year of Al Skinner last year with the first year for Amir Abdurrahim and his staff. And speaking with Nathan, preview what's ahead today. Talk about the excitement from another viewpoint of what he's seen from this program, being around the scrimmages and practices, everything he's kind of picked up, and his game day duties today, and and what changes from his vantage point and everything he's responsible for with COVID-19 protocols. So we'll start it out with Nathan Bryant here on Inside the Nest. Right before we get to that, of course, we want to let you know, as always, Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third. Better visit 53.com for more information. Let's kick it off game day on Inside the Nest with Nathan Bryant. We're excited to get this thing tipped off today from the day of publication four o'clock tip against carver college you've been with this program for a couple of years this year i get the sense that there's just a different vibe from everyone that you have a touch point with from on the team on the coaching staff and the support staff too is that the case oh 100 yeah this will be my my third year with the team i was here for uh al skinner's last year amir's first year and then now this second year and you can just i can just tell from last year to this year alone is completely different you can tell the energy in practice you can tell the personalities between the guys their communication there's just just kind of an energy there and I think the coaching staff can feel it too and I, I know I can so I'm pretty excited you had a chance to sit and watch the big scrimmage last Thursday courtside what were your takeaways I, they looked really good I, a lot of people who I didn't expect came away 
and had some big games. Uh, Glenn Robinson, who was here last year but sat out all of last year, you know, he had 22 points in the game. He looked really, really good. Uh, Brandon Stroud, you know, he's one of those kind of dynamic three uh, guards who came in from Georgia along with Chris Youngblood and Kaysen Jennings. And, you know, he, he played some minutes, and he looked really good. He had a lot of energy out there. He was really good at feeding the ball around. Um, it, the team looks really good, so I'm pretty excited. It was a good little teaser. You know, from hearing Coach talk, hearing your thoughts on the team, my own two eyes as well, I, I feel like there's going to be maybe an uptick, 15 or so points a game this year. I don't feel like offense is going to be that big of a struggle. Now, I say that, and it'll probably be the opposite <laughs> once we get out there. I hope not. Uh, but uh, I feel like offense, there's not going to be that many issues when it comes to scoring. As Coach has said before, he's going to find out the identity of this team when it comes to defense. But what have you seen from an offensive standpoint that, from a fan's perspective, seems exciting? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think the big key here is not only do we have a bunch of guys who are capable of you know, driving the lane, driving the basket, shooting the ball really from beyond the arc and, and really anywhere on the court, but we have a depth of that that I think we've mm. had before. So you've got your starting five out there who are super capable, but you've got the next you know, three, four, five guys coming off the bench who are just as capable, just as hungry, and you know, giving those, that, those first team, that starters, a run for their money. When fans come to the arena tomorrow, they're going to see a brand new intro video this year. I know you've laid your eyes on it. What do you think? Oh, man. I, I, I saw that first draft, and I was ready to run, for, run through a brick wall. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was great. And I, I think everyone there is going to be really excited, energized from the get-go, and just, just ready to go. From your standpoint, what's different this year for your game day duties and operations because of COVID? Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty different, uh, not only in terms of kind of where we're sitting on the court, but like where, um, the fact that we're all spread out, you know, um, you know, having to communicate with the person I'm usually sitting right next to and trying to put stats, like communicate through a headset, you know, trying to make sure I can still get all of the creative aspects like video and pictures done in a safe aspect while, you know, maintaining that distance away from the guys on the court, but still be able to put out the same content, you know, working with my students who help me, you know, with even the very smallest details uh, in the middle of a game, they've got to be, they're not even on the court. They're way, way up in the stands. So I'm just going to have to like look up at them, maybe radio them and just hope that, you know, everything is going all right from up there. So it's going to be different. Uh, I think, you know, we have the people and the, you know, with the capabilities in place to where I'm not too worried about that kind of change, but it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see how these first couple of games go. We don't have much info at all on Carver College, and sometimes in situations like this, it's really best to focus on yourself and try to test yourself and play to the best of your own abilities, you know, the faceless opponent. That being said, what's one stat that you'd like to see KSU accomplish by the final box score? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. You know... Uh, I know Coach has definitely talked about. It. He preaches a lot about defense, so I would definitely like to, you know to see them step up in terms of you know holding Carver to a certain amount of points, maybe a certain amount of uh, shooting percentage. But the two key stats that I really want to see, um, I think, would make a big difference um, in terms of how we do are rebounds and assists. You know, rebounds is something we definitely lacked a lot last year. You know, we definitely would get up there and fight for them, but we always kind of got. You know, out rebounded that rebound march and kind of hurt us. So I, I think we have, you know, uh, the the fours and the fours and the fives who will really fight for those and get um, for those buckets and get those rebounds, which would be good. But I also want to see, you know, um, on the offensive end, 
the team, you know, dole the ball out around more, you know, pass the ball around and get it out. Because now that we have that depth of shooters, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would like to see a lot more unselfish basketball, which I think will not lead to a lot more points. So last year we were negative 5.8 in the rebounding margin. We uh, were out-assisted by about six per game. So what would you like to see tomorrow? Well, you know, that's, that's kind of along the same lines. I think, you know, we've got a couple of dogs down low in, in – you know, Anthony Peterson and, you know, Antonio Spencer has been looking really, really good in practice. So I like to see them really step up and kind of own that paint to really, you know, get those rebounds and fight for those rebounds. Um, in terms of guard play, you know, we've got Terrell Burton coming back who had, you know, a fantastic year before that that, that injury sidelined him. You know, you've got you've got Jamie Lewis who looked really good after you got age eight, you got eligible midway mm-hmm. through the season, you know, shooting that three ball. But we've also got those, those young guys, you know, Chris Youngblood, um, Spencer Rogers, I know he's not young, he's a transfer. Case um, and Jennings, Brandon Stroud, who can really insert some energy into that offense and really, you know, kind of have their way with it and be able to spread the ball around and score at the same time. Nathan, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest, and good luck with your new and same job tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks to Nathan for joining us on Inside the Nest, making his debut. Look forward to having him back on the pod like to give you today's Wellstar health tip of the day. To help prevent the spread of COVID-19, remember the three W's. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and watch your distance around others. Wellstar believes when we all work together to do our part, we can keep Georgia safe. For more safety information, visit wellstar.org. If you're listening to Inside the Nest on your way to the Convocation Center today, 4 o'clock tip against Carver College. Hope that segment with Nathan gets you more excited for what's ahead for the Owls. And if you aren't making the game today, we'll have the broadcast on ESPN+. Moving ahead on Inside the Nest, we bring on our Owl Network intern, Jordan Griffith. You've heard some of his Owl Network exclusive interviews before across the Owl Network. And he starts a new segment, A Trip Around the A-Sun. It's going to be a big year in the conference. I think Kennesaw State, as I've said before, is going to turn heads once conference play starts. But here's a look around what's coming back here for the 2020 and 21 season and some of the star players. It's Jordan Griffith with a trip around the A-Sun. Hello and welcome. This is my segment called A Trip Around the A-Sun. I'm Jordan Griffith for Owl Network, and what I'm going to do every week is take you around the ASUN conference and show you new scores, updates, so you can follow along with your favorite team. On this week's edition, we're going to talk about preseason picks, awards, and even the new kid on the block for the ASUN conference. Take a listen. I want to talk about the Lipscomb Bisons, who are the preseason number one pick, both by the media and the coaches' poll. One big reason for that is their center, Asan Azadula. He's the only player in the A-Sun to be top three in three separate categories, points, rebounds, and assists. He gets almost four assists from the center position, along with 18 points and 10 boards. So if Lipscomb is going to have any success this year or win the conference, Azadula is going to have to keep doing what he's been doing. Now let's talk about the Liberty Flames. They were narrowly picked second in the A-Sun preseason polls by the coaches and the media. They are ushering in a brand new arena, 4,000 seats. First event's going to be on December 1st when the women's team faces Norfolk State. Now, as for the Liberty Flames, they're led by head coach Richie McKay coming into his seventh year. In 2019, these were the co-conference champions, 30-4, and 13-3 within the conference. Interesting enough, 
They play Purdue on the 25th of November, the same day that KSU men's basketball tips off. I'm very interested to see the top dogs of the A-Sun facing off against the top dogs of the Big Ten, like Purdue has been for so many years. So that'll be very interesting to watch for sure. I want to take some time to recognize the new kids on the block, and that is the Bellarmine Knights. From Louisville, Kentucky, they're coached by Scott Davenport in his 15th year with the Knights. Their 2019 record, they were 20-8 and and went 13-7 and in their conference, which was the GLVC. Now, the GLVC is the Great Lakes Valley Conference, and they are also replacing NJIT as they move just this last offseason to the America East Conference. Funny enough, the Bellarmine Knights' first game is December 4th. It's against Duke in Cameron Indoor Stadium. So bless them for that game, putting that on their schedule. Talk about tough scheduling coming up to the Division I level. To round out the coaches and the media poll, Lipscomb comes in number one. No surprise there. Liberty at number two, just narrowly behind Lipscomb at one. Followed by Stetson at three, North Florida at four, and Florida Gulf Coast at five. In the bottom half, we have North Alabama at number six, Jacksonville at seven, and then interchangeable the coaches poll has Bellarmine at eight and Kennesaw at nine, and the media poll has the opposite, Kennesaw at eight and Bellarmine at nine. So interchangeable toward the end, but that's going to do it for the coaches and the media poll. Now for some recognition for the all-conference A-Sun team. Start off the list is Hassan Azadula, Lipscomb Center, then Caleb Cotto, Florida Gulf Coast Guard, Darius McGee, Liberty Guard, Carter Hendrickson, North Florida Forward, Mohamedo Dewara, Stetson forward. Rob Perry, Stetson guard. Jalen Warren, Florida Gulf Coast guard. Elijah Cuffey and defensive player of the year in the preseason, guard from Liberty. Jamari Blackman, North Alabama guard. And to round the list out, Emmanuel Littles, North Alabama forward. None for the Owls, given the small amount of returning minutes this year. However, I think the postseason list will have black and gold on it at some point. The Kennesaw State men's basketball team tips off against the Carver Cougars on the 25th of November at 4 p.m. So you're going to see a brand new Kennesaw State Owls team. You only have five returners from last year. Two were out for almost the entire season with injury. A couple were transfers that had to sit out at least some of last year. So you're going to see a brand new team here. Coach Abdur Rahim's scheme is going to fit these young players, I believe, much better than it did just last season, only getting one win. They've had many players come out and say that they have liked the culture that Coach Abdul Rahim has been setting, and I think that's going to come to fruition on Wednesday night. Unfortunately for the Lady Owls, they're not going to be able to play until mid-December due to COVID protocols, so they're going to miss their first four games of the season. My question is, around the NCAA, Many teams are going to have to miss several games this year. It's not just going to be isolated within the ASUN conference. So if that game is a conference game or if it is a non-conference game, how does that affect seeding in conference tournaments? How is that going to affect March Madness selection, selection Sunday? I don't know how that process is going to be fixed because there are going to be teams most likely when it comes down to March or to February that are going to go into these conference tournaments or March Madness that are going to have less games than other teams. 
that is creating a problem that I'm not sure how they are going to fix because I doubt you can reschedule these teams given all of the travel. That is it for this edition of A Trip Around the A-Sun. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week. Jordan Griffith here on Owl Network. Kennesaw State men's basketball. Make sure to tune in ESPN Plus Wednesday at 4 o'clock for that game. Thanks for listening. Atlanta Air Charter has been safely operating a fleet for over 15 years. Atlanta Air Charter's passion for aviation has led them to form the Atlanta Air Academy to train, mentor, and provide a pathway to prepare well-trained pilots. For more information on the Atlanta Air Academy, please visit www.AtlantaAirAcademy.com. Available by phone 24-7, Atlanta Air Charter is a proud supporter of Kennesaw State Athletics and is waiting for your call. Inside the Nest would also like to thank our proud partner Coca-Cola for being the beverage choice of KSU Athletics events. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Thanks to Jordan for a trip around the A-Sun, and now we move into our last segment of Inside the Nest with another Owl Network intern, Kaylee Mansell, with Hootie Takes as she sits down with freshman Kaysen Jennings here on Inside the Nest. Hello, Kennesaw State. I am Kaylee Mansell with the OWL Network, and today I'm sitting down with Kaysen Jennings for a special edition of Hootie Takes. We'll start off with an easy one. So other than Black and Yellow, what song do you think describes Kennesaw State best and why? Other than Black and Yellow. That's the easy one. Mm, I would have to say mm, other than Black and Yellow. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um... I'll have to say black and yellow. That's the that's the only that was my go-to. Okay. Um, All right, so let's go off of that. What is your favorite song to play at practice? My favorite something song. something that gets you hyped. Um, it would have to be uh, "Street Sweeper" by Gunna. Okay, are you a big Gunna fan? I am. I'm okay. a huge Gunna fan. That kind of goes into our next question. I was going to ask who you think is the most influential artist of our generation because I knew that music most, is important to athletes. Most influential? Mm -hmm. I would have to say um, of our generation right now, it would probably be Lil Baby. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Lil Baby and Gunna together or do you like them separate? I like Gunna over okay. Lil Baby, but Lil Baby I feel like has did more like for mm -hmm. – People my age, they I, I say, they they relate to Lil Baby more. Well, one thing that Gunna and Lil Baby talk about a lot in their songs is cars. So, what is yeah. your dream car? My dream car is probably uh, a Lambo, a Lamborghini. Okay, what color? Uh, matte black. Matte black. Okay, yes. I would probably have to say the same thing. Well, um, Kaysen, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Um, it's truly been a pleasure. Yeah. Make sure to support Kaysen and the rest of the men's basketball team this season. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks, Kaylee. Thanks, Kaysen, Jordan, and Nathan for joining us on a jam-packed episode of Inside the Nest. It's been fun, and it should have you ready for today's home opener against Carver College. And of course, if you're catching this after the home opener, we'll see you Saturday as well. Another 4 o'clock tip like today, Wednesday. That will be against Tacoa Falls this Saturday at the KSU Convocation Center. Inside the Nest has been brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. I'm Nolan Alexander. I know exactly what I'm thankful for this year amongst the many things. It's that we have sports back at KSU and the 259-day wait 
ends today at home, 4 o'clock against Carver College. Hope to see you at the Convocation Center. If not, hope you'll join us on ESPN+. And until next week, go Owls.